Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Truth, Justice, and the Ian Han Way. My name is Ian Han, and I just want to welcome everybody to a really nice Friday afternoon, as far as I know. I'll be currently in Knox, so this is going to be totally recorded, so you can see how happy I am that I'm starting training, and I'll be in Knox, Indiana for the entire week. I do just want to point out that uh, for the next couple of weeks to about a month or so, Due to the fact that I have a new job and as well as the anime news market has been really kind of just eh for the uh, next couple of weeks, for the last couple of weeks, making me kind of just go really uh, improv on the whole show. We will not be doing Wee Wednesdays for a couple of weeks to hopefully no longer than a month or so, at least after Labor Day when fall anime stuff starts showing up or new news starts happening. For the moment, anyway. I just really want to make it clear that I'm tired of rambling on that show. That show hasn't been getting off to the best start. And I think a lot of it had to do with that. I just am fami- I'm not familiar with how the entertainment world can be when it comes to droughts. Since I'm used to having Comic-Con, I'm used to having E3 and then Evo. Like I got my big three things right there for my video games, my fighting games in, sp- in particular. And superhero things, including superhero games, if they weren't announced at E3 or they won't be announced at Evo. Basically, I have like a nice like combination of the two things. Excuse me. Just kind of wanted to resituate. So starting the 31st, you'll be hearing this show. And if you are listening at the Wee Wednesday time slot on the 31st, Truth, Justice, and Ian Hanway will be just re-aired for the next uh, every Wednesday. So every Friday since this Friday will be the 26th this episode will be also show airing on the 31st as well and my and the and, and august 2nd episode will be airing on the 7th so on and so on and so on just kind of wanted to let you guys know that before we hit the news and before we hit in anything really really important just kind of want to get things situated you know so before we get started, I will be really uh, busy, but of course we'll be trying to get as much information, as much new news as possible. Um, I unfortunately will not be here. I might be back on the next week in a more of a normalized schedule, but for the moment we'll just be re-airing this show. But it's been kind of chaotic and hectic, so I just want to let you guys know that I really do apologize for anything or everything that I've been doing right and wrong. But in the meantime, let's talk about Comic-Con. Something I completely didn't even realize was happening right as we were speaking or last weekend. It happens when it just happens when you have work and you're really worried about your new job and stuff. And things just don't go like you were like, okay, wow, C2E2, I know that's happening because I have nothing else to go on. Yeah, nowhere to go. So it's like, okay, CCW2 is happening. I'm going to watch everything that comes out of it. And now San Diego Comic-Con, it's like, I get a job. And then, like, I just turn around and like, oh, wow, uh, Comic-Con's over officially on Sunday, the 21st. And I'm like, holy crap, what happened to everything? What happened to my time? Oh, I feel so old. And it's like, I've only had this job for, like, a week. And, like, second week, I'll be in Knox this entire time. I'll be coming home, actually, probably by the time you're listening to this. Or I will be home by the time you listen to this. So it just kind of shows that, like, how busy my life's going to be for the time being. And I'm like, wow, it just really takes you out of it takes you out of things. So we have a lot of it to catch up on and a decent amount to talk about. I'm not going to talk about the cast trailer. 
Uh, for those who are wondering, the, the famous Broadway play Cats got, for some fucking reason, a theatrical trailer. Now, I am not saying that, oh, the Broadway's musical stuff like that should never, ever be tra- um, replicated to shows or anything like that, you know? It's, it's more along the opposite. I think anything should be turned into a movie if it should be replicated in a great way. This trailer looks horrifying. I don't understand why everyone's need to have it be like, okay, they're cats with human faces. They got human proportions, but they're cats. I don't know why they thought that that was fine. Like, I'm okay with the fact that they were dressing up like the cats on the Broadway play. I would be totally okay with that, and I would probably prefer it, because this looks really old and really gross. I'm sorry, I just don't have anything but nice to say about this trailer i bet the story is going to be good i bet the cast is amazing i haven't even looked at this thing i've seen a couple screenshots and i'm like i don't want anything to do with it i'm sad enough that i've already given this any sort of spotlight whatsoever so we'll just be kind of moving on past that into more of the other news so obviously we're going to kind of go into just fun little uh Pieces of news and stuff that's been happening. Let's start with DC since they actually didn't really actually appear that often or that much in the uh, overall show. They uh, basically had Titans uh, season two trailer premiere. I did not get a chance to uh, see that, but it's going to be joining. Um, Superboy is going to be joining the show. Deathstroke is going to be on the show. Uh, Jericho and Ravenger, who is Deathstroke's daughter. And uh, apparently there's going to be actually Bruce Wayne being shown and even Aqualad. So it's going to have like a whole bunch of other people. Apparently the trailer showed people the official premiere of season two will be September 6th. So that's going to be really cool. I can't wait to get a laptop to just watch the DC Universe app. For some reason, they still don't have it on other like video game platforms. They just recently said it was coming to Xbox One. And between that and Killer Instinct, that's the only two reasons I would ever get an Xbox One. And that's not enough of a reason for me. I'm just wondering when it's going to come to the Nintendo Switch or the PlayStation 4. I'll take either or because those are the only two other current gen systems I have. I don't have an Xbox One and I'm mad that that's the only gaming platform that supports the DC Universe. Because I would have gotten it even when I didn't have any money. And now that I'm finally going to get a paycheck or two... I kind of want to see the DC Universe on there. Uh, on there, so please retweet this at DC Universe. Um, I'm gonna put the little link on Twitter. Be like, hey, listen to my episode and have the DC Universe be on PlayStation or Switch, or both. I don't care which one you do it for. I have it. I'll. It'll give me another reason. It'll give me a second reason to use my Switch, and it'll give me just another million reasons to use my uh, PlayStation Four over my Switch. So either way, it's a win-win for me. I don't know about you guys. But I'm tired of just, like, having one of the best apps out there with 20,000-plus comics that I could be reading and I could be saving some money by having a month, a yearly subscription for 75 bucks instead of just buying a whole bunch of comic books on DC Universe. That's just me. But besides that, the other things on this service, um, I've also heard Titans is getting better. And it's also uh, shown that uh, Doom Patrol will be returning for a second season. I heard that that show was actually super, super good. Um, 
I'm actually really excited to watch it. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've been doing my best to avoid any clips on YouTube because I'd rather just watch the show as is rather than being like, okay, I'm curious. Let's see what this is about. But I like the cast. I like the uh, idea that Brandon Ruth is back. I haven't seen that dude in like forever. He was like, I'm sorry, Brandon Frazier, not Brandon Ruth. Wow. Wow, Ian. Anyway, Brandon Frazier, a guy who used to be everywhere in Hollywood, and now he's kind of just came back as a, as Robot Man. And I think that's actually a really cool uh, casting choice for him. He uh, apparently does it really well. I'm really excited to try out the show. Apparently, it's really good. Um, So I'm happy that's getting another season, but I don't think it has... Oh, apparently it'll be on both the uh, DC Universe and HBO Max. It's been announced for that. The series will return in 2020 at some time. And uh, speaking of HBO, the Watchmen trailer, or more of a longer-winded trailer, has uh, just recently popped up. Um, I don't know how to feel about it. It looks interesting, but I, I, I don't know. The fact that it's kind of a sequel and kind of its own thing at the same time, I don't know. There's apparently some old black dude who claims to be Dr. Manhattan. He could be. He could not be. There's uh, Osmond Dias played by Jeremy Irons, and that looks like a really fun casting. I can't wait to see if there's actually going to be good stuff. There's an entire clan of people who are like Rorschach. Um, there's cops who are putting masks on. I don't know if those are the same key people or they're just, you know different i don't remember the group thing it's, it's kind of a confusing trailer i don't know who's supposed to be like the main characters or not like i'm really kind of confused and i think that that's kind of the point they're trying to go for i think it's a limited series of only 12 episodes very similar to the original uh watchman uh book and the doomsday clock so obviously the only thing i really remembered was that alan moore Basically, the biggest grump in comic book history, despite being really well talented, basically just doesn't like how Hollywood has everything in his, uh, in his, basically in his corner. This is your problem for not doing this Watchmen show independently. Like, this is your problem with going through DC. DC owns the rights to it. Who cares if they're going to turn your beloved project into something terrible? Every show of every variety has gotten that sh shit treatment in every other point of time. I'm honestly really depressed that, you know, now I can't read the Infinity Gauntlet comic because there's going to be things that, you know, it used to be one of a kind. And now it's like now everyone knows the Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War kind of storyline because of the MCU. So it's like kind of it's like, yeah. It used to be kind of this really cool epic tale, and now it's just like, oh, yeah, now there's a movie version of that. So who gives a shit about the book? The movie version might be better. And in all extents and purposes, it is, but that's the whole point I'm trying to make. It's like, why do we have to keep reading when we can just watch things? And that's a whole obvious problem that with the comic book industry and the overall entertainment industry because we now have the colorful characters of DC interacting with the gritty characters of Watchmen, and Alan Moore's not happy about that. But basically, he's just all like, oh, y'all going to hell or some shit like that. Like, really, Alan Moore, you're drawing you talk about, you know, like children characters getting raped and having sex underage. I don't think I'm in line for hell above you. You might be a genius, but you don't have a spotless record. And hell, even like some of your best stuff, I can critique the fucking shit out of. 
And I will be that guy to say that I do like the ending of the movie Watchmen more than I like the book. The book's really fucking stupid. Especially when you're supposed to be like, it's a timeless masterpiece. Like, really? Really? I think it's stupid. I really like the movie's ending more because it actually gives you a little bit of weight to, oh, we should probably unite against Dr. Manhattan because he blew up every single major city. Not, oh, a psychic alien blew up half New York. I guess as Russia, we should stop trying to invade uh, Poland. What? That's stupid. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, like, you had me until you actually showed me the plan. I mean, like, even Lex Luthor and Doomsday Clock likes to critique the plan. And be like, So you're trying to tell me you corru- you basically had the very easily corruptible members of, like, the entertainment industry, scientists, and artists create a psychic and detonate his brain into the world to trick it into world peace. And you're probably wondering how exactly... You uh, didn't have Hey Man- Mankind stay together for more than, not even a decade. I think it's like seven years. And you're just like, man, if uh, you're the smartest man, I'd hate to meet your dumbest. And it's like, yeah, it's a point. And like, I think it works well with Doomsday Clock on how Ozymandias actually is as a person and as a character. He might be very smart, but at the same time, he's dumb and he does stupid things. And I like how people call him out on it for people who actually are smart. I don't know. I just really, really hate the fact that Alan Moore is trying to tell us again what to do and what's the right thing to do. Yada, 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 fucking yada. Like, whatever, Alan Moore. Like, you're an old, crazy old bastard. And he just recently called it quits. Apparently, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen has officially wrapped up its issue. And he's retiring from comics. And I'm, and all I got to say is, just because I like his work does not mean I have to like him. So good riddance. I'm happy he's done. So, you know, people can stop bastardizing his work, whatever. I like the Watchmen and stuff like that. This trailer definitely isn't giving me much of an incentive to go watch it. I'd rather wait for the reviews to come in. And if everyone's saying it's it's amazing, I'm probably thinking it's probably not that great. I don't know. The second that someone calls this a really good thing, I'll be like, I don't want to be drugged to hell by my nipples. According to Alan Moore, especially the show's not going to be that amazing because I don't like when critics say something's amazing. I like it when I think of something's amazing. That's why basically I think uh, the uh, Marvel versus DC debate is like, obviously I like DC stuff more because they're always the underdog because everyone's like, Martha and shit like that. Like, really, you're trying to tell you trying to tell me that everything that the MCU has done has been perfect. There's a good enough amount of stinkers that people don't want to admit to themselves. There's like two that are absolute trash and there's still like a handful that are just not great it's not like oh there's only like maybe five like no there's a there's a probably like i think i don't want to say half that's too rude but i want to say there's at least maybe like eight or nine maybe ten i really don't like in the mcu um but we'll talk about the mcu for the second half i kind of just want to get more into the dc stuff because this is the stuff that i'm way more uh not necessarily interested for, but I kind of want to get this out of the way. So there's a uh, Harley Quinn show with uh, Kaylee uh, Kuko. Kuko. I feel so bad that I do not know how to pronounce her name. Like, I feel like I've also heard entertainment sites and just, you know, movie places in general say it differently. So I'm like, man, at least like Ian, someone in the world would know that. That's a very uncommon last name. I don't think I think she's the only person I've seen with anything remotely like that. Um, so she's from the Big Bang Theory. She played Penny. Um, 
I think she's an amazing actress. I think she's absolutely hilarious. And I finally decided to watch the... Um, I decided to watch a trailer for her new show, or at least a teaser for it. And it looks okay. I think, again, it's just it's an hour. It's about a minute um, or so. And more of it is about screaming and punching things. So basically, there's like no story. There's no this. There's no that. It's basically just like kind of just like a chaotic cartoon show kind of trailer. But there's no substance to it. There's nothing really holding it back. There's nothing really grabbing my attention necessarily. And I think that's kind of a problem. I mean, like, for God's sake, it's a minute long. And I'm like, man, when the fuck is this trailer going to be over? I mean, it looks cool. They're having characters like Batman show up. They have Joker, obviously, as a character. They got Clayface. And uh, they even I haven't seen an episode where Aquaman shows up and kind of, like, might be giving Harley Quinn some trouble or she's giving him trouble. It looks okay. I don't I don't really know what else to say about it. It's a minute. Um, it's supposed to be like a rated R comedy. It's basically just a dark comedy. It's kind of like Adult Swim, but superhero related. I think it's going to be fine. I don't see this getting like actually terrible, like actual adult, adult cartoon. I think because DC is going to be really like kind of having a hand in things because it's going to be like their, it's their character. It's their trademark. They don't want, you know, Fox level bullshittery happening to this character. I think it's going to be kind of well-grounded. I mean, if anything, it's going to be the venture brothers, but with licensed characters. And if it's going to be like that, I kind of hope that other shows go that route because it also looks like it has an actual amount of action. It has an honest amount of everything, but you can tell right now that they dropped in the occasional swear word or something just to be like, look at how edgy we are. We get the curse on this channel. We get the curse on this app. Please get the DC universe. And again, I would have gotten a long time ago if only someone put it on Sony or on Nintendo consoles, like, or something a little bit more than just my phone. Cause I don't really want it on my phone. That's just me. Um, but in general, I'm, um, really kind of like, on the fence about this one i might give it a chance um it's apparently coming out in the fall um not much more to say about it um young justice outsiders is also getting renewed so i guess that third season's going really well i've been hearing some really good things about it i don't know i really liked the first season of young justice and the second season really kind of fl- fell flat with like the five year time skip, but like they still have plot lines from the first season to still kind of add. So I'm kind of like, wow, it's kind of like they want to like advance the show for five years, but then they realized, oh, wait, we still have plot lines from the last show. Shit. Why are we doing this? This is stupid. And yeah, it, it is stupid. And I think, um, I don't know. I heard that season three kind of fixed a lot of things that was wrong with season two. I'll believe it when I eventually watch it. Another show just like uh, Doom Patrol and Titans that I have been really actively trying to avoid. And I'm uh, pretty excited to see if the DC Universe app continues to grow. And apparently uh, the fourth installment is in production, but there's no other information about it. Um. So, yeah, it looks it looks like. Uh, the Titan stuff's going pretty well. In terms of DC, there's not much anything else going on. Unfortunately, that's kind of it because a lot of companies were pulling out of 
uh, Comic-Con, just kind of like how other companies are pulling out of E3. They kind of just want to do their own thing and not have to share the spotlight with anybody, which I think is pretty cool, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, it'll be kind of fun. Like Maybe Comic-Con won't be such a nightmare anymore, but I kind of want to go at least one time with my uh, girlfriend because, you know, she wants to go. I want to go. I want to have a little bit of fun before, you know, they just decide to be like, we're doing our own thing. Comic-Con is canceled. Bye-bye. Like, I don't want that shit to happen. That's just my own personal uh, opinion with that. Um, But what I am excited to share with you is some more Mortal Kombat 11 news. Aren't you so happy that, like, no matter what will happen to Weeb Wednesdays or the future is is pretty bleak for at least a month or so on that show? I still have a lot of things to talk about with Mortal Kombat 11. Of course. Of course. So Nightwolf, the second DLC character, will be released sooner than later as we officially got an inside image of him as well as Sindel on a more full body frontal image, but we got more of a close up image of Nightwolf and he looks pretty cool guys. Like I don't really know much about Nightwolf because I didn't really play any games he was in or I didn't really pick him. He was just kind of that generic uh, native American kind of stereotyped character. Thunder in killer instinct offered something to me. And I think that now Nightwolf looks like he can be offering the same great stuff that, uh, Thunder can be offering. And I like the idea that he has a lot of lightning based attacks, very similar to Thunder and other things like that. Um, they finally showed like a victory pose of him and it looks very Thunder esque. And I understand now exactly why NetherRealm was all like, hey, Xbox people, how is about if we give you a Thunder skin from Killer Instinct and like everybody from both the fans to, like, Iron Galaxy and, uh... Is it Iron Galaxy who does the new... Yeah, I'm saying, like, um, Microsoft and Iron Galaxy are like, oh, yeah, let's do that. So, yeah, I think it's going to be kind of cool. It's not, like, a Microsoft-exclusive character like it was with uh, Kratos, but I think it's very fair to say that there's going to be console exclusiality a little bit, but I don't think that I am one of the very big Thunder fans out there. And I think it's really sad that one of my favorite video game characters or fighting game characters, at least of all time, is getting shoved to the bench to just the dreaded Microsoft thing. So I'm like, don't make me buy Mortal Kombat 11 for Xbox One because I might for that costume if it looks really good. But I don't know. I don't know how I f- would feel if Thunder got his head cut off, like at least in Killer Instinct, if anything of those like ultimate like at least they kind of showed like the bad stuff happening but like you never saw their head be actually just decapitated at least you know that's what i would like to think i don't know it depends i don't know if i could actually bear to see my my baby thunder get hurt at any way shape or form so in general i'm excited to see whenever that's going to pop up he looks great. I actually might be trying to play him if he, you know, he has some things I like about him. Sendel has promise, but I, again, I think that's more of like a character that Andre is more interested in and other fans of the series, but I don't really have much to say about those two. I am way more excited for Spawn and the uh, confirmation of the Terminator and Ash Williams being the other two characters as the guest since it's been data mined and I just really am crossing my fingers 
and the potential for more characters down the road since we have confirmation of Shiva, um, Fujin, and the Joker from uh, DC. We have that on the way to look forward to if that's also true Dana Mine stuff. We have so many things to go through, and I'm just so excited to hope that all that data mining was actually true. But maybe NetherRealm might be a little bit of the wiser and be like, yeah, we totally screwed you guys over. We're freaking freaking you out now. So only time will tell. I really hope Ash Williams is going to be a character that would make my day so much. You have no idea have Spawn and Ash Williams in the same video game. That just sounds like something that I would never, ever expect to see happen. And I'm just so excited about Spawn in general. He's being voiced by Keith David from the HBO series. The HBO series is on YouTube. If you want to go check that out, I do have a playlist on my uh, personal channel. That's just Ian Hand if you want to look at my playlists. Um, I just found it from someone else who was using it. And I decided to be like, hey, how would I just make my own little playlist if I want to watch it before uh, Spawn gets announced? Or I mean, not before he gets in the game, so I might watch that. And maybe do a nice little spawnathon, or I might talk about the spawnathon. Maybe talk about review the HBO series and review the uh, really awkward movie and the old video games. Maybe I might do that for like the month of Spawn Timber if it's gonna be if he's coming out in September or something. That might be something to look forward to. I might have to write that down somewhere. That sounds like actually a really good idea. Uh, so we're gonna be wrapping up the first half of Truth, Justice, and the In Hand Way by, of course, plugging myself. You can find this channel live on AP Radio every Friday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And starting July 31st, every Wednesday from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Central Time as well. Just for, until we Wednesdays gets more traction on, you know, the, the news. I can only do so much with the resources I have available. But you'll get a double dose of Ian Hand throughout the week. By airing every Friday's episode every Monday, I mean, sorry, every Wednesday, and then going into a new episode every Friday. So you get a lot more of the overall love that I put into this show. This is the main show, and I'm really happy that I have, you know, a lot more content for this. And now that I have more freedom to do stuff with this, it's better. So, of course, check that out. Also, follow me on Twitter at IanHand11, I-A-N-H-A-N-D, the number 11, or just two ones. Join the lovely group I have. There's a lot of people out there who are just really nice. I've been getting a lot more of exposure to different uh, people and just other uh, fans in general. I eventually will maybe put more uh, polls, more things and have recommendations. And if you ever have anything you want me to do or any uh, show you want me to cover, just let me know and I will totally do that. One day I'll probably be putting more uh, video formats up and we can start doing more videos and stuff just because I think sometimes people respond to videos a little bit better. But that's just going to be something for in the future when I finally get more equipment to do that with. Also, don't forget to follow AP Radio at the many different social medias, including the Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, all at AP Radio, the number two. Use the Facebook one since that's the most uh, used and the most interacted one and also don't forget that we can be listened to pre-recorded at any time if you go to apradio.net go to the many different platforms that fit your needs the most we are on spotify apple podcast and google podcast of course you can always listen at apradio.com i'm sorry apradio.net 
just go to categories and search up Ian Hand. I am right there. I'm kind of a featured artist on the show, on the website, so just give me a check out. I have a lot of great content. Don't forget to um, always support the show and tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. Oh, we'll be right. So that with that being said, we will be right back on Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way here on AP Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way here on AP Radio. I'm sorry. I just had to redo everything because some stupid advertisements thought it would be nice and cute to play a freaking like ad or something while I'm on the page for too long. I remember, like, they all kind of got together and said, yeah, that's kind of stupid. Let's not do that anymore. Thanks, FCC. Thank you for totally lying to us yet again. This is why I'm on digital radio. So I can basically say, fuck you. Basically. You guys don't do anything good. You guys basically just do stupid shit now. Thank you so much for not even keeping this promise. You better get rid of robocalls, though. I swear to God, you better get rid of robocalls. I'm so sick of them. It's annoying. It's annoying. Anyway, since you're just joining us, I'm not usually ranting about the FCC, but I have been talking about uh, stuff that happened at San Diego Comic-Con last week since um, I was at a job and stuff. I didn't really talk about what to see at Comic-Con. No, I'm basically just talking about what we saw. I know it's a little bit of a week late, but of course, I like to be late on a lot of things, if you know me though right now. Anyway, so we do have some... Interesting choices for phase four, and I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep mine or really anyone else's attention. I mean, everyone does sound happy at first, but once you realize that like Captain America, Iron Man and stuff like that aren't gone, it's going to be kind of weird. I don't know what to say about it, but um, I just don't really have much to say about the MCU as a whole, but I'm more excited for their TV stuff with the Disney Plus app more than they are their theatrical movies. So, of course, let's talk about everything that got announced. Finally, uh, Phase 4 got revealed. We have a whole bunch of stuff. So, in kind of a biggish kind of release schedule, we have... May of 2020, the Black Widow prequel, since um, at the end of, during the events of Endgame, Natasha Romanoff sacrifices herself to get the Soul Stone and stuff like that. So, yada, 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 all is cool. Um, There's something going on in fall of 2020 that is untitled, but I think that this website specifically messed up since that is actually the release time of the Falcon and Winter Soldier series here on Disney+. Plus which takes uh, Sam Wilson, who has now recently become Captain America, and the Winter Soldier, who I believe is going to be more the White Wolf than anyone, basically, to uh, kind of establish their different uh, roles, but more of a partnership buddy cop-like superhero adventure as they both kind of reintegrate into society after five years of being dead, as well as in a new world without Captain America. So that's going to be something really interesting. We also have something in the, uh, in November, 2020, the Eternals, which is what Thanos is like as a whole, the race of Eternals. Um, I wonder how they're going to do with that. I wonder if it's going to be a prequel movie too, because I don't really know anything about them. I thought they were all on Titan and 
didn't Thanos' planet die? Like, is this going to be like a prequel movie? We get to see young Thanos basically being like, we should kill half the population. Like, Thanos, what the fuck, dude? That's kind of fucked up. Like, I kind of want it to be like, that. oh, Thanos' plan wasn't like, oh, well, it came to ruin because of overpopulation. I want him to just try to blow up the entire, like, kill half of the planet, but everyone else basically falls ill to the same disease. Basically showing that, like, oh, I'm the only survivor of Titan. Uh, they died of overpopulation, not from a chemical bomb I dropped on half the population, but then had side effects on the other half of the population. I kind of want his plan to be thought like flawed from the very beginning, at least from my point of view. I thought it'd be really kind of an interesting idea. And now in February, uh, specifically February 12th of 2021, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi, from my very, very limited knowledge of any of this kind of Marvel Knights character, he's a Kung Fu master. He was around in the 70s and 80s. I don't really know much about him, and I think it's really cool that they're going to have a character that's going to be way cooler than Iron Fist be on screen, on a bigger screen. Apparently, this is going to be just a uh, movie, as far as it looks like, since it has like a more flat-out release date instead of a season like debut or something and the legend of 10 rings can only suggest that this is going to be when the real mandarin is going to appear at least from what the trailer from what the title is going to show with us the mandarin as you know was a fake character at the uh expense of a joke in iron man 3 and a lot of people did not like that i think um it was really sad because ben kingsley would have been a really great choice as the mandarin so it's only fair to say that I hope that Ben McKenzie actually does Ben Kingsley actually does get that chance to be the Mandarin for realsies, like the idea that he was the Mandarin the whole time, but he was playing Killian for a fool. But I don't understand why that would be the case. Whatever, it's just something that I'm really kind of excited for. Um, then in May of 2021, we have Doctor Strange and the multi Multiverse of Madness. Which basically kind of sounds like that maybe there actually is a multiverse and Mysterio might have been onto something. But obviously the difference between Doctor Strange and Mysterio is that Doctor Strange is actually a real magician. While Mysterio was a charlatan on more than one occasion. Then Spring, I kind of skipped ahead, is going to be about the WandaVision Disney Plus series. Which from what I heard is going to be kind of like an Americana kind of like trippy dippy kind of thing where scarlet witch creates her own like scary reality and stuff that does sound pretty interesting especially since we can only assume that this is where she kind of becomes a little more unstable i wondered if uh, i wonder if uh, aaron taylor johnson is going to reprise his role as quicksilver since people had always said that he's got a lot more contracts or a couple more year contracts with marvel it would be kind of cool to see that she brings him back from the dead or something if she could but again, it would be kind of a whole idea of like, why didn't she do that when he died immediately instead of being like, I'm just going to die now, but now I have a vision, so I'm not going to die now. It would be kind of an interesting take on things. Maybe we can have some crossovers with the Crystal character from uh, the Inhumans, give her some more work to do. Um, I haven't seen anything about the Inhumans, and I'm kind of doing it. I want to do it one day out of morbid curiosity, but I don't think it's going to go well at all. Um, so also in the spring or the summer, it looks like this guy does not know what they're doing. Um, also in spring or summer 2021, 
we have the Loki show, uh, the Disney Plus series. From what we can gather, this is the Loki from the events of that one timeline in the Avengers where he and the Tesseract escape. So that's cool, right? Anyway, I don't know. It, it, it's something that's kind of like whatever. I, I have nothing really to say about it. I kind of would have preferred Loki to not just be evil Loki. I really loved the character development he got over the time, and especially when it came to how he was immediately going to try to betray Thanos in Infinity War and have him die instantly. It's just one of those things that, like, I really, really like that kind of character turn for him. And he just never really got anything back from it. And it's just kind of sad that now they're going to be back to he's evil. He's going to do evil things like I, I, I've seen him do that most of the time. He's kind of just a mischievous little bastard. But that doesn't give me that much of a compelling story. And that's something I don't want to say is truly popular with a lot of people. I think a lot of people really want to see a good show. And I don't know if the Loki show is something I'm really interested in. Another untitled movie, and in November of 2021, is going to be Thor 4, Love and Thunder. So, it looks like... Oh, wait, hang on. They have some actual movie uh, footage, or ideas about what the Black Widow plot's going to be about. I guess there's going to be some interesting stuff about all this, so... Potential spoilers or anything that happens for these shows with a plot summary, so I do apologize in ahead of time. So it's apparently a movie that is say, taking place shortly after the events of Captain America Civil War. It'll be a prequel to the recent Avengers films. So I have a question. Why didn't they just have this, you know, before the Avengers Infinity War? If this was going to be a movie about the events before Infinity War, why didn't we just get this movie first? I can tell you why, because Disney doesn't believe in female superheroes. So then when boring-ass Captain Marvel does actually pretty good... Son of a bitch, you did it again. Fucker, stop. God, stupid-ass FCC. We had, we, I hate that shit so much. Like, I can't delete now because I don't want to waste ten minutes. Son of a bitch. Sorry, folks, I'm just really pissed off about stupid-ass... FCC not getting rid of those ads that play music if you, you know, are on a, on a certain thing so long, you know, stuff like that. Just really trying to upset me and it's working. Anyway, so that's really dumb. So apparently there's apparently going to be uh, Yelena, which is the other, the blonde Black Widow. I don't know if anyone knows about her, but there you go. There's another Black Widow and apparently a Taskmaster. I don't think we had Taskmaster in anything so far. So that's kind of cool. Taskmaster is getting uh, appearances in the Avengers game and the Avengers and Spider-Man PS4. So it's kind of cool that he's got uh, he's getting a lot more recognition. Thor will it'll be starring Chris Hemsworth and Takawatahiti is apparently also doing the big news. And there will be Lady Thor and uh, Natalie Portman will be uh, reprising the role as Jane Foster and she'll be in Thor 4. So I guess it just has to do with the fact that maybe Natalie Portman realized just how much of a bank bank this fucking series can be. And I guess she came back and stuff. But I think maybe because I think Thor Ragnarok was just really good. I know I'm probably a minority here at AP Radio who does who likes that movie. But I think that's actually really cool that they're bringing her back and having Takawati Hidi do the, 
do his magic again. And I think he's got a lot more control over the project this time around, which again, just attributes to how awesome Thor Ragnarok was. So I think they're like, yeah, just do what you want. Just do Ragnarok, but better. Like, I think that'd be really cool. That's supposed to come out in November 5th of 2021. And I'm happy that Chris Hemsworth's still there. So maybe this will be him kind of giving the whole passing the torch over to Jane Foster. I wonder if he'll be like still fat Thor. I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it's confirmed if he's coming in Guardians three or not. Like I actually might go watch that movie if that's the case. So it'll be part of the uh, phase four slots of uh, the uh, obviously WandaVision and Winter Soldier and the Falcon. I know I said that in out of order as well as just a lot of other things. Yeah, basically, there's, they're not really giving much other information. Also, there's also a new Blade movie. So that's kind of cool or movie or just Blade in general. Um, Marshall, Marshall, Ali is going to be the new blade. So I guess they're not going to bring back, uh, Wesley Snipes, which I guess is pretty good. Cause I don't really give a shit about him or his stuff at all. Um, it's going to get weird. That's hilarious for WandaVision. Um, Hmm. Basically, in general, it looks like a lot of really cool stuff. Oh, uh, number one film of all time in a matter of days. Apparently, it's getting closer and closer to the idea. Um, and the idea that the uh, margin between Avatar and Endgame is closing in as every day goes by. Like, I remember last time I saw it was like still seven... Uh, Still 7 million apart, I believe. Something along those lines. It's like really close now. Like, they're, it's like it's getting closer and closer. Um, David Bruhl is uh, coming back to reprise his role as Baron Zemo to give uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier some uh, trouble. That looks pretty cool. And I'm really excited for that. I think the Falcon Winter Soldier is the most like amazing news. And Shang-Chi is actually the only other thing. Actually, I would. I'm lying. Uh, Shang Chi, uh, the newer Thor movie, and the Falcon and Winter Soldier series are probably the one, th- the, th- the three things that I'm most excited for. And I think that um, I can just tell you right now, Shang Chi. I know next to nothing about him. I think it's really cool that they're going to give a, a Chinese superhero a more like you know basically do Iron Fist, but actually do it right. Um. In my eye. I mean, I know Iron Fist and Shang-Chi are two totally different characters. But at the same time, I think Shang-Chi is a lot more of a martial arts master. And the idea that he will be taking on the Mandarin really shows a lot that they really want the Mandarin to be done well. And they thought that making him an Iron Man villain would be pretty stupid. And I totally agree. I think Iron Man didn't need to have the Mandarin be his arch enemy. I'm perfectly fine with Shang-Chi having the Mandarin be dealt with as his villain. I think it's a way more interesting portrayal. I don't know exactly, but I'm really hopeful. I might go read up about him when I get home. It's just one of those things that like, Oh wow, that's a really cool looking character, you know? Um, 
beyond that, I'm just kind of excited about the prospect that Mandarin's going to be officially in the MCU and not just by Ben Kingsley or not that Aldrich Killian is, I am the Mandarin. Like, no, you're not. Stop. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to WandaVision, but more so just by what they're going to be doing with it. It's just going to be weird. I hope it's weird enough that I like it and it can be just one of those things that I'm like, hey, I came into this like with no expectations, very well surprised, really weird in a good way. And I feel like the same thing about Loki. If they can do a good job with Loki, I'm not going to be mad about that at all. So with that being said, I want to give I'm going to go into an open mind about both Loki and WandaVision but I don't really have much of a huge expectation for them. I mean, if they're going to be good, they're going to be good. And if they're going to be bad, then I kind of was like having no interest in them anyway. So I'm really not that disappointed if they turn out not to be like what I want them to be. That's just kind of like my, my thought process anyway. Um, but Captain America and I'm sorry, Falcon and winter soldier is really good. I'm really excited for it because I think that if there's any amount of characters that I'm really like, okay, I want these characters to stay in the MCU, it's Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. These characters, these guys have some amazing chemistry together on and off screen. They're really good friends outside of these uh, films. And I think that the fact that these characters are going to have a buddy cop kind of relationship of Falcon being the new Captain America and Winter Soldier trying to repent for his shitty crimes as the Winter Soldier... And the return of Baron Zemo, um, I'm really happy that maybe maybe he'll be more of a villain villain. Maybe he'll get the pink sock or something on his head. I just kind of want to see if they can flush him out a lot more and make him a lot more of just that guy who tried to destroy the Avengers from within. He had an interesting take on him. It's just not the Baron Zemo I like, so I think I might give that character another chance and might really go into more depths about his character later on. He's a better villain than most. I think I was kind of rough on him in certain other times. I just think that this guy is really well portraying him. I just think that they could do more with Zemo, and I kind of hope he's a little bit more of a snarky, crazy character. It's just some of those wish lists I have since we don't have crossbones coming in at all, which is kind of disappointing since he died in Civil War. But since we have uh, Zemo, one of the very few survivors of the villains... I think it's going to be really good that they decided to include him of all characters. I'm really excited for that. So hold on to your butts. It's going to be really good. Beyond that, um, I'm just really hoping that they flush out that series really well. I think they're going to do a good job with it. I don't know next to nothing about it. I think they didn't really show anything like here's your um, costume. Here's this. And I really hope they start calling him Captain America like they don't call like they start calling him Falcon, but then he turns into Captain America and they start calling him Captain America. So there's just some things that I'm really hopeful is going to happen. I don't know for sure or not if there's something that's going to be along those lines, but I don't know. I'm just really looking forward to it. It comes out this next fall, so I have plenty of time to get ready for it and I think that it gives them a lot of time to get ready for it as well. I can totally wait a year for it and give them plenty of time to release information and hopefully by next year I will have a lot more of a speculation kind of in place for it. 
But for right now, we're just going to be going off of, I hope it's good, I hope it's good, I hope it's good. And uh, Thor 4 is really cool. I'm really excited to see that the idea that Thor is going to get another Takawatahiti uh, direction. Um, I think that Thor Ragnarok is probably one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time still. And I think a lot of it has to do with just how bizarre it was. And I think now that there's no Asgard or anything, or just really any kind of idea of the original Thor mythology, I think there's a lot more of a uh, weight lifted off uh, his shoulders that we can basically just do whatever we want with the character. And the idea that Better Ray Bill might be a character in Guardians 3 might also give us some uh, insight to, hey, this character might be a really good uh, use to the team. This might This character might be cool. It's just along those lines that I'm really excited for. Um, the idea that there's going to be Better Ray Bill and then there's going to be Lady Thor. I'm really just like looking forward to everything that's going to be happening when it comes to uh, the MCU. But in general, I don't care about the Black Widow prequel. I think uh, the fact that it's a prequel set before Infinity War and Civil War should have came out already. Don't care now. She's dead in the time. She's dead in the present. Who gives a shit? Not me. I'm way more excited for movies that don't try to focus on the original Avengers that are they do something different. The fact that this is going to be a whole, oh, but, you know, Black Widow's doing I don't care what Black Widow's doing. I don't care. I don't care what Black Widow did in between Civil War and Infinity War. Because if it was that important, they would have done it before Infinity War. That's all I have to say on that front. Don't tell me that that movie is going to be important. Don't tell me that I have to watch it. Don't tell me I have to include it if I ever want to do a rewatch of the MCU. I'd rather have Daredevil come back. I'd rather have... Unless it's a crossover with, with Charlie Cox's Daredevil, that is the only reason I would ever give that show a watch or that movie a, a viewing, is that if she has a little bit of a romantic fling with Daredevil. Because that's another great relationship they are totally squandering in the MCU. But of course, we really had to have Hulk throw the shit out of that bench. Oh, she died. I had to throw that bench. Totally worth all that buildup for that bench throw. Man, did you, you, you felt that bench throw. God, I'm so happy Black Widow's not coming back after that stupid prequel. I, I thought we would be done for good, but nope. Gotta have one more movie to drill, nail the point home that this character was so necessary. So important. Such a great character that I completely forgot she died, but thanks to Spider-Man Far From Home, they made me be reminded. It, also, I forgot Vision died, so like, she's on the same level of me giving a shit that they died as Vision, which isn't anything at all. But all in all, I am... There's a lot... Marvel obviously announced a lot more stuff than what they announced for DC than DC announced. But I think that there's going to be more stuff going on. Like I said, I think DC was going to do their more of their own thing. So they also did announce that uh, Batman Beyond is getting remastered. It's going to be able to be watched on DC Universe. You can also get like a limited edition uh, DVD case for it. Um, I did see a side-by-side -side comparison, and I probably might close the show out with this. They basically looked like they just kind of brightened the screen. It's like one side had the lights on and the other side didn't pay their electric bill because it was in the late 90s. And electricity might not have been that big of a deal in the future of Neo-Gotham. 
I guess it's, it's I guess it's shway to be in the dark, at least from my point of view, anyway. But in general, I kind of have a little bit of a lukewarm feeling. This was kind of a kind of a forgettable Comic Con. I mean, for God's sake, I wasn't watching any of this stuff live, and it seems to have had the exact same imp impact on me as it did back then. I'm like, okay, well, there's nothing going on. Kind of happy I didn't go this year, especially since I didn't have any money. Didn't want to waste it on just nothing cool happening. That's just kind of how I see it. But, um, you know, I think uh, next year might be a little bit better when they have more information. We just basically got the whole, here these things are, enjoy them. And now it's going to be more of like, we're going to get more into the nitty gritty. We might get some uh, more information. At least I hope we get more information. I would really hate to be like, yo, get it when it comes. Especially since some of this stuff's coming out next year, like in May and stuff. I hope we get some stuff around Christmas or something like around that time period so we can kind of get more speculation. Also, Deadpool 3 has been confirmed. It hasn't been confirmed nor denied that it's going to be in the MCU. I don't really have anything to say about that. Phase 5 teases the idea of the inclusion of the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, which basically just spells death for the MCU as we know it, because the Fantastic Four are terrible and you can't make them good. And the X-Men, minus Dark Phoenix, had a pretty damn good track record of good movies that, you know, they could have had their own sustainable universe and they could have just been separate because they don't make sense to the rest of the MCU. I don't know why they think this is a good idea to bring in characters who are oppressed for being different when you have all these characters work together, but not once do you ever validate mutants or mutant life. I mean, for God's sake, Captain America and Wolverine were like World War II buddies. And Captain America doesn't give a shit that his old World War II buddy is being oppressed for just being different. Whatever. It's it's always been stupid in the comics when DC and uh, when the Justice League and the Avengers had that crossover. That was a really good point that Zero Man brought up. It's like, so you're telling me that these characters get like the Fantastic Four get a fucking building in New York for just having superpowers because of cosmic radiation and people who were born with superpowers are being treated like animals and second class citizens basically ma making fun of the idea of the civil rights and gay rights marriage, having Professor X be Martin Luther King and Magneto be Malcolm X. That makes sense. And then four lazy sacks of shit, one a scientist, one a pilot, one a girl, and a, whatever the hell Johnny Storm did. All of them just get superpowers, and then they get full government contracts, a gigantic penthouse and thing of government of all bunch of stupid government shit and a big ass laboratory where they just basically do nothing. You know, in the comics, the fantastic fours ineptitude is the reason the Avengers were ever called to become together. That is pathetic. Why do we need the fantastic four? I hate the fantastic four and I really am just, thinking that the MCU will be done after phase five. Keeping my fingers crossed and hoping that Venom 2 is going to be good whenever that is announced or officially greenlit and I see a trailer for it and we get carnage. 
played by Woody Harrelson. So, yeah, I might sound a little skeptical, and I might be, and I totally, totally might be. But, you know, superheroes in general, I'm getting massive fatigue. I'm surprised that these shows are even grasping my attention. It's all the weird stuff that I'm more interested in. But, of course, with that being said, this has been Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way. Hopefully, this stuff changes my mind, and maybe the Black Widow movie might not be entirely pointless. But we both know that's not going to happen. At least I have the balls to admit it. So, of course, enjoy your weekend. I know I will be since I will be home from Knox, Indiana. A city I don't even know existed until today. Having to go to a hotel all week. So, hopefully I have fun over there. Um, I'll let you guys know how that trip was if I actually want to record about that. Hopefully I get some time off to kind of just get back into the swing of things before I become a full-time postal employee. Wish me luck on my endeavors, and I wish you guys to have a great weekend and many more weeks to come. I will see you guys next week. And don't forget, if you miss any of this stuff live, it will be rebroadcasting starting July 31st at the same time as we Wednesdays, which was 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Central Time. You guys have a great one, and I will see you next time here on AP Radio.